When we read the Bible, it's clear that God loves the world, all of it. In the book of John, Jesus says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God desires that we, his church, would carry on Jesus' mission of transforming the world by sharing his love in word and deed to the ends of the earth. But how do we practically and effectively love the whole world when we are just one local church? When we launched Relevant Community Church, we felt God leading us to focus on one people group for our global impact ministry and to make as much of an impact on this one people group as possible. We asked God to show us a people group that we could engage both globally and here in Omaha. He led us to the Karen people from Burma. But who are the Karen? And why do they need our help? This is really ethnic cleansing. There's no other way to describe it. They are, are being targeted because of their, their tribe, because of who they are. They are being forced out. So they don't stand a chance against the Myanmar army, which is armed by uh, China and, and India, has the latest weapons. Uh, they've covered this territory with landmines. It's a very, very uh, sad and harrowing situation. Out of lush landscape and breathtaking beauty has arisen years of relentless conflict and the devastation that goes with it. For decades, one of the most resource-rich countries in the world has been host to overwhelming loss, a product of the world's longest-running civil war. Burma has been in the grip of a brutal military regime for over 60 years well-armed forces that have enacted unspeakable acts of terror on ethnic people such as the Karin, Kareni, Kachin, and Shan. Rebel fighters, young boys to old men, have battled to protect their homes and families. Hundreds of thousands of villagers have fled burned out and bulldozed communities. The most fortunate have escaped, clutching only their life. But islands of promise have emerged from the turmoil in this Southeast Asian nation. Rays of hope, places of refuge, where children are safe and can begin to build a future. Outposts of care where war-ravaged men and women can recover and nurture dreams that someday, someday, they will return to their homeland and they will rebuild their lives. But much work remains. Much justice is left to be carried out and many bridges remain to be built. When the day comes that peace and resettlement in their homeland is a reality, it will require massive rebuilding where war has left nothing but fertile land to build on. It's a transforming task that elicits a promise from God to another group of exiles centuries ago. I'll take care of you as I promised and bring you back home, God says. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for.
Well, if you're new to Relevant, you need to know at Relevant, we are for the Korean people from Burma. Uh, many places around the world, they call it Myanmar. We're, we are for the Korean people from Burma. We believe God has called us, Relevant Community Church, to help transform the lives and the communities of the Korean people on the, on the Thai-Burma border and in Omaha, where over 6,000 Korean refugees live, by relentlessly ushering in the love of God, the hope of God, the peace of God, the healing power of God, ultimately the kingdom of God, by sharing the good news of Jesus, both with our words and our actions. And one of the ways that we're focused on being for the Korean people on the Thai-Burma border is through orphan care. Because of the persecution that the Korean people have experienced by the Burmese government for over 70 years, many children have ended up as orphaned refugees. At, at, at Relevant, we're committed to help ensure that every Korean orphan on the Thai-Burma border is loved, fully cared for, and has hope because of Jesus. In 2012... A small team of seven people from Relevant took our first trip to the Thai-Burma border, and on it we visited Safe Haven Orphanage, where we were introduced to the woman who started and leads Safe Haven, Tossany. After spending a few days at Safe Haven, interacting, playing with the children, talking with Tossany, we felt strongly that God was calling us to partner with them. And by partner with them, I mean helping ensure that every child at Safe Haven Orphanage is loved, is cared for, has adequate food, education, clothing, medical care, a clean safe and facilities to live in, and is introduced to Jesus. And the past 11 years, we have invested heavily into Safe Haven to ensure that, you know, in every way possible to ensure that that's all happens. I've personally been to Safe Haven Orphanage four times, and I've developed a great relationship with Tosni and one of her daughters, Chom. Uh, many years ago, I asked Tosni if she would ever be willing to come to Omaha to meet you. And she immediately said yes, because she's never been to America, and she's so grateful for all of our church, but she didn't know how it would ever be possible because of finances, and I promised her that we would make it happen. Well, a few months ago, I felt like it was time to come through on that promise, and so we messaged her and asked if her and Chom would be willing to come this month, and we'd pr pay for them, pay for everything for them while they were here, and she was overcome with emotion and obviously immediately said yes. So today is a special Global Impact Sunday because for the first time ever, Tosini and Chom are not only in America, but they're here with us at Relevant Community Church today. So please give a huge, huge, huge welcome all the way from Safe Haven Orphanage to Tosini and Chom. Uh, and this, this big ogre next to me is Corey. Uh, for those of you who never met Corey, uh, he is our M M director of Impact Ministries. And Corey is, you know, we went actually that first trip in 2012. Corey and I were on that trip together. And Corey leads all of our global impact efforts. And so uh, Corey is a huge, huge part of what we do to help impact and love and serve the Korean people. But Tosni, are you as nervous this time as you were last time? A little bit? Yeah. <laughs> Before we started last time, she's like, my heart's beating so, so fast. Well, I want to start with, uh, I, I'm so grateful you guys are, are here with us today. I, I want to start with everyone just learning a little bit about you. Uh, Tosni, you're Corinne, 
but you grew up on the Thai, on the Thai side of the Thai-Burma border, close to where Safe Haven Orphanage is now located. Um, you have four children. Um, tell us a little bit about your children, who they are, how old they are. I have four children. The first daughter now is uh, 43. And then the second daughter is Chom. 39. <laughs> and then the third daughter is 37. And then the young, the son is 35, 36. 34, 35. Yeah, somewhere in there. They're in their 30s. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I would love everyone to hear this story. Um, you at one point in time were married, the father of your four children. Uh, but your, your husband, when your four children were very young, um, ended up dying. And so can you tell that story about what happened to him when, you're, when your children were, were very young? When uh, my children... My older daughter, like uh, is uh, only nine nine years, will become ten years, and and then the younger boy is only uh, two and a half year. At that time, uh, my husband passed away. At that time, you know, my husband is uh, the head of the village. At that time, so like uh, every four years, they have to vote uh, a new like a head of the village. Yeah, they so like a voting. mayor. He was like the mayor of the village yeah. and every four years like they had to a, do elections. Yeah, yep. election for voting a new one like that. Yep. So every year he got it. He, so and then the people who is want to uh, became uh, head of the village, they are not happy for that. So that's why uh, he got a shooting in one day and then leave me and then my children, four children. At that time, when my husband is passed away, I have a four children, and then the orphan is a five children. That's, that's crazy. So yeah, at that point in time, you had, like I said, you had four kids. Your husband was shot because someone else wanted to be in charge of the village and they didn't like that your dad was, that your husband was. Um, and so you're left with four children. You already had a few orphans that lived with you at that point in time. We'll get back to that in just a second. But I know that the main religion in both Thailand and Burma is Buddhism. So Tosini, how in the world did you become a follower of Jesus? How in the world did you become a Christian? Because uh, for me, I'm Christian when I was young. I told you my grandfather, before he is a Buddha, my grandmother also is Buddha. They're, one day when they are uh, hear about the missionary, tell about the Jesus, and then my, my grandfather really want to be a Christian. And then when he really want to be a Christian, and then he sing a Christian song every day. And then one day when my mother uh, get, uh, was born, he called my mother name is Chris. So my mother is a Christian. And then me also is a Christian. And then my daughter is a Christian. And then all the children in the Psalm is come to be a Christian. So amazing. And what I love about that story is why I wanted you to share it is, guys, this is why we talk about the importance of, you know, reaching one. Why we talk about and why we're so focused on global impact as well is, man, one missionary came, 
met her grandfather who was Buddhist. His grand, her grandfather ended up putting her faith in Jesus, and now that's impacted generations just by reaching one. And so it's so awesome. Well, <laughs> so you, you said your husband died. You, are, you had four kids, but you already had four, five or, orphans living with you. So when and how did Safe Haven Orphanage start? When and how did Safe Haven Orphanage start? Neither one of you can, either one of you can answer this. When and how did Safe Haven Orphanage start? So, you know, like a safe heaven start now, I never think that uh, I will have to take care of a lot of the children like that. Because uh, if someone want to have a company or want to have a, they have to prepare everything. For me, I don't know, not have prepared nothing. <laughs> I do not have nothing, only have my heart and then want to love to take care of the children like that. So that's why the first time when uh, she was born, and then at that time, maybe uh, around uh, 30 years, 40 years ago, in the village, they are believed in the spirit. So uh, when the, the little girl was born, and then the mother is passed away. So they say that this little girl is not uh, unlucky, not good children, so the father have to kill her. And then the midwives say that, oh, I cannot uh, see you kill the children. And then, uh, like uh, in, the, in that village, uh, if someone takes these children, they have to move on from the village. They cannot stay in the village. And then uh, the midwife said that, okay, I will go and put the children to Tassani house. And then when they put the children in the Tassani house, and they say, Tassani, if you want to take care of these children, you can. If you don't want to take care, and then the children will die in your house. So the, and you know, when I take care of these children, at that time, uh, at that time my husband is not passed away. And then for a year, one year or two years, when my, I have a young son, and then my husband is uh, passed away. And then in the village they told me, you see, Tassani, you take care of unlucky children. So your husband got sued, your husband died. Yeah, so, so guys, go. Yeah, so Tassini, yeah. uh, in the village, you said that if somebody takes care of the child, they would have to move away. Yeah. Why did they specifically choose you to bring the child to? So they said that, oh, Tassini is a Christian, so the spirit cannot do nothing for her. So uh, I, they believe that I can take care of the children, so they trust me like that. It's so awesome. Yeah. So Safe Haven Orphanage, like there, this was not like something that you're like, you know what, we should start an orphanage. Let's start one. And that, the Safe Haven Orphanage started because a mother gave birth to her daughter, died while she was giving, or give, give birth to a child, died while she was giving birth. The father has to kill the child. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's bad omen, basically. The midwife's like, no, I can't handle this. Let's take this child to Tossany. Tossany is a, a Christian. Maybe she'll take care of the child and the bad spirit can't get Tossany because Tossany is a Christian. That's how Safe Haven started. Someone dropped a baby off at her doorstep and was, she had to choose, what do I do now? And you chose to take, you chose to take care of that baby. It's an it's amazing, amazing story. Real quick, just so you guys have a little bit of context. Safe Haven, we're going to put a little map up here so you can see it. Safe Haven Orphanage is located on 15 acres right on the border near the Yang village. So you can see it, it's right on the western side of, of Thailand there, right on the Thai-Burma border. You can't think of Safe Haven Orphanage in an American context. 
You know, when we think of an orphanage, you probably think of like, oh, yeah, I got a four-story building. They got dorm rooms, a nice cafeteria. No, this is, this is completely remote in the middle of the jungle. Like, it's in the middle of a jungle on 15 acres. Actually, the first time that we went there, the only thing that existed on this orphanage were bamboo huts. Tossany's house was a bamboo hut. So you can't think of like three-story buildings and nice stuff. It's, it's completely remote in the, in the middle of the jungle. But um, uh, Chom, for you, that first, you were a young child when that first baby got dropped off. And then some more kids started showing up. Just how did you get from that, how did Safe Haven get from one child being dropped up at the door to now, uh, all these years later, you've taken care of, so real quick, over the last 35 years, they've taken care of over 400 orphans. Over 400 orphans. <laughs> so, but how did you go from a baby getting dropped off at the door to now you having a legitimate orphanage on 15 acres and taking care of 400 kids over the last 35 years? How did that happen? Yeah, that's happened with many reasons because of, you know, during that time, like the Myanmar border, they do have uh, uh, conflicts and fighting. So a lot of children, like their father, mother had been killed and then have to, you know, there are no parents to take care. So at that time, once my father was passed away, uh, <clears throat> my, uh, like, uh, at that time I was young and like, uh, you know, all the children is have to drop with my grandma and my mom has to go to, uh, went to Bangkok to work to make and money to yeah. make money yeah yeah and once she go back and she saw like a, oh why a lot of children here <laughs> my, my grandma saying that oh there are no parents so and they nowhere to go so they you know at that time we are like a very big family normally like Thai culture or Korean culture they live together so it's become more and more at that time it's about 27 children and you know 3,000 baht is cannot you know cover for all those kids. Yeah so real quick just in case you're missing any of this Tosini's got to go back and forth from Bangkok to make money her husband has died she's taken in this orphan baby when she's gone her mom who lives with her they keep bringing orphans her mom's like bring them Tossie comes back and she's like, there's more kids. There's more kids. And you're like, yeah, there's more kids. And you just said in your home where you lived, you, your mom, four kids, you had 27 orphans living in that home with you. How many bathrooms did you have in that house? We have only one, one. bathroom, mm. one restroom. <laughs> so like uh, three or four uh, of them have to like uh, uh, like uh, take a bath in the same times and then you know I have to run out <laughs> like this so amazing yeah. like that's so amazing and so then hey 27 you have you know 30 orphans living in your home I know then you ended up someone give, ended up giving you the land 15 acres that safe haven's on right now and it was funny you told a story earlier that a lot of your neighbors in the village when you had those 27 orphans living there were like you know maybe you should go it's loud you guys are loud. Yeah, very loud. As you know, like the, the, the children, they are screaming, they are fighting, they are, you know, 
everything that yeah. they are play very loud. Some is annoying people, our neighbors. So yeah. they they say that, ah, oh, Tassani, your kids are so loud. <laughs> Always blaming, uh, mumbling every day. Yeah. So finally, like uh, someone is find a land, so we have to move out from that village to yeah. you know. Yeah. Go like uh, they put you in a remote village. place on purpose. Yeah. 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 Uh, Tosini, just real quick, why have you given your entire life to caring for orphans? Why have you Why have you done this? So you know, like uh, my life when I was young. I only want to study. So uh, I want to study, and then my dream is I want to be a nurse. So I have read when I'm study at the school, I read the uh, Florida Nightingale's story. <laughs> so I want to be a nurse and help the, uh, all of the patient like that. So like a, one day when, um, I also lost my father, so I thought that I would go and ask uh, a help at the school. And then uh, the teacher said that the children who is not have the parent, so not have a responsibility uh, to take care, so that why cannot give the cannot get the sponsor. And then in my mind, Tassani, when I grow up, I will take care of all of the orphan. I will take care of all of the poor. So like uh, when I grow up, when I see, so I, tell, I will tell you, when I go and work, I come back, my, I say, mom, why is the children is more and more? Oh, they want to study. So if they want to study, okay, I also when I was young, I want to study. So uh, like uh, my mother also said that, bring the children to you, and not stop. So in the Bible, say like that. So that's why Tassini cannot stop. <laughs> I love it. You're just like, hey, there's someone's got to. If not me, then who? Like, I love it. Like, Tassini, you're just, you're amazing. And I know that currently there's 40, there's about 50 Korean orphanages at Safe and, Safe and Orphanage right now. Over the last 35 years, you guys have cared for over 400, um, as I said just a second ago. But uh, Chom, what... If you were to kind of narrow it down, like what are your goals? Like what are you trying to accomplish with those orphans at Safe Haven Orphanage? Um, our goal is like uh, the first thing to provide like a safety place, like uh, the basic service that they could have. Uh, like food and food, education. Health, yeah. education. Medical care, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. And then the second one is like uh, upgrade them to be, you know, upgrade their status to have... Uh, a Thai citizen. Yep. Yeah. So that will be help them like uh, more dignity. They have uh, opportunity and. Yeah, because if these refugees, if these if these kids can't get Thai citizenship, they can't get a job. They can't go to school. They can't. And as you said, you want to help them have dignity long after they're out of the orphanage. And so you guys really try hard to get them Thai citizenship. Why they're why they're children. Yes. Yep. And then the third thing, like, uh, we would like to, you know, <clears throat> why we are Christian, and then we also would like to spread all the uh, Jesus uh, love to other people. And the way that we can do is, like, uh, you know, we can teach all the, the kids knowing Jesus' love, and then they also can be a light to 
our community around us. Yeah, uh, which is so amazing. You guys, and they do an unbelievable job with sharing the gospel and sharing Jesus with these kids. It's, it's really crazy. Like every morning, and the first time I saw it, I was like, what is happening? Every single morning before sunrise, before any chores, the, the kids get up and they bring them, all the kids together, all of them. They come together and they have a worship time and a little like Bible time. And then at night after dinner and after all the chores are done, before they go to bed, they have another worship time and Bible time. So every morning, all these kids come together and they're singing songs and, uh, and they get taught the Bible. It's, it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. I didn't ask this question first, first gathering, but um, what have been some of your biggest challenge in caring for and raising orphans? over the past 35 years? Like what's been some of the biggest challenges with that? Yeah, the, the challenges is the most challenging is like uh, the, uh, in the, when we are starting, uh, it's like they are almost, the kids are uh, uh, Myanmar people, Myanmar children. So, you know, to make the government to accept all those kids is, you know, need a many, many process to, you know, to do some of uh, documents or yeah. to make them to trust in us and like uh, uh, register as, a, you know, a foster house, something like this. So it's, you know, we have to work very hard with like uh, the local, uh, local authority, the governors and have to, you know, search all the resource that it will help the kid to, you know, stay in Thailand and then we can uh, organize our missions uh, like uh, to go smoothly, something like this yep. is uh, the most thing. Yep. And another thing like, uh, you know, many of the kids are coming, like uh, they will have a different culture, have a different language and like different age. So, you know, it's the thing that you know we still have to manage and then to try to understand how to work and deal with this mm -hmm. yeah well and it's interesting that you didn't you didn't say this I, I love how you answer that question and like hey some of our biggest challenges for what we want to happen in their life in the future but you didn't mention some of the biggest challenges were just putting food on their table and um and it's i know you didn't mention that because you guys trust god so much and, and, and after we met in 2012 we told you we were going to do everything we could to care for you, to care for the children, and we've tried hard to do that over the past 12 years, and our past 11 years. Corey, what, what, are, what, what difference has Relevant made over the last 11 years? Like, what are some of the different teams and projects and things we've done? Yeah, so when we first met them, uh, we sat down, committed our, you know, Relevant Church to invest in them, and we really wanted to listen and say, what do you need? Like, what do you need from us? How can we help you? And so over the last 11 years, we've sent eight teams over to uh, do projects, be with them. Um, <clears throat> we've sent over 50 people from Relevant to uh, be at Safe Haven. And we actually have a ninth trip going uh, in three weeks. We have our high school students uh, going over there in June, and they're gonna spend some time at Safe Haven. And just a few of the projects, that we've done over the years. Um, we've done some painting around the buildings. Uh, we sent our worship team to teach music. They wanted the kids to learn some music and uh, the electricity there is unstable. So they asked, hey, could you help put some solar panels in for lighting and, and security reasons? So we sent a team over for that. Uh, we 
sent a group of teachers over their spring break to teach English to the kids. Um, <clears throat> the high school or the college students went over there and did some baking lessons and they left a couple of ovens for them. They have uh, 50 kids. It's a lot of birthday cakes that they got to make for those kids. Um, and then a big part of every trip is we share the gospel with the kids, you know, with them and uh, playing with the kids, loving the kids, uh, just, just being with them. Um, and one thing Chom said this week when we were talking is the last three years, a lot of people weren't coming and traveling and so they weren't seeing people and she was starting to feel very isolated and very alone. So a big part of our trips is being with them, making them feel supported and loved as well. Yeah, I'm excited for the Youth United team, nine students, three adults going over there next, next month just to love on the kids and share Jesus' love and share the good news of Jesus with them. And, you know, Tosini and Chom, uh, this relationship now has been 11 years um, and we love you and we know you guys love us. What, what does the relationship between relevant and safe haven mean to you guys? So like uh, the relevant and then the safe heaven, we have a big relationship together. Because uh, not like a, when the safe heaven need everything, like a relationship also, like a, is our donor, if our sponsor, like that. So like if we do not have the children also say that if we do not have a, a relevant a community church, how we, will, we cannot uh, stay by ourselves. So that's why the relationship between Safe Heaven and uh, relevant uh, community is a big mean, that is, is, is a big uh, thing uh, between us, you know. If uh, we do not have a relevant, so we also cannot do nothing. We cannot stand up by ourselves. So that's why God sent, uh, God sent the angel, uh, like a, his son angel, uh, like a Corey and a Pastor Ronnie <laughs> to save heaven. Yes, we are. Yes, yeah. well, you heard her say it. You heard it from her. We're angels. Yeah, so that's why, and then all the angels come and then talk to the reliever community in here. So that's why the Safe Heaven can, uh, Safe Heaven children uh, can have a good uh, education, can have a good, uh, like a bed, uh, like a sleep, no, a dormitory, and then can have a good uh, life. Yeah. Because uh, you know, I will tell you the one thing that uh, the 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 children. So we have to like uh, thinking for their future. If the children not have an ID or something, when they go to the hospital, we have to pay full. Like uh, before, we have a uh, one girl have uh, asthma. At that time, she do not have anything. So when we take her to the hospital, if the, uh, the hospital charge 8,000, I have to pay 8,000. So that's why later we have to find out uh, the, like a 10 years car for the children. And then like a now, 
the the children we we have to get for their insurance at the the hospital like a insurance can seven year up two thousand two hundred for one person hmm. so if forty eight thousand forty eight forty eight children yeah so hundred thousand yeah yeah and then the three like a for a Firstborn to seven, e three hundred sixty baht. So that's why we have to buy for them every every year because we need the uh, the children will be healthy. If they have a problem or they got accident, when we send to the hospital, we will pay only thirty baht. Yeah. yeah. Well, and relevant. I hope I hope we all heard that. Like the the reason that that the orphans at Safe Haven have food have water, have medical care, have education, is because of us. Uh, as Tosini said, like if, if relevant, if we stop supporting them, they are, they're done. There's no way for, to get these kids what they need. And, um, and the only reason that we've been able to care for Safe Haven and accomplish what we've been is, is because of all of our generosity. We send them every year, we send them at least $40,000. That covers their operations budget to food and water and education and medical care for all these kids, which is crazy. You can do it on $40,000. But there are so many more things that we need, that they need, that we've been able to do for them. And so, Corey, can you just real quick just highlight a couple of those things? Yeah, and one thing they didn't say, and that not only taking care of all the children, but when the village reaches out to them with a need, they meet that need. When somebody comes from across the border, with a need, they meet that need. So they are doing more than just taking care of the children that are at Safe Haven. They have huge hearts. Um, but each year through Be Rich, we ask them, hey, what's coming up this year that we can help you with? Is there a special project that you have, something that you're trying to get done at Safe Haven? Last year, uh, they needed to build a new office building for the Thai government so they could work on their foster care status. And so we were able to send them the money and they got that project uh, completed last year, the building's done. Um, this year they had two needs. The first need was they needed to purchase a new truck. They have a 20 year old truck that's also a slash school bus, slash taxi or slash ambulance, whatever they need. Um, and so keeps breaking down. So we were able to send them funds so they can purchase a new truck. I think we have a picture up here of all the kids. <laughs> And then another big need that they asked, and we haven't even shared this with them yet, but in the rainy season, they have uh, storage to collect water, and then that water is used to help them get through the dry season. Um, and that usually lasts about halfway through the dry season. Yes, yeah, so they gotta figure out how to, so they, where to get more yeah, water. Yeah, they wanna expand their water collection during the rainy season. And so, relevant because of you guys, we are gonna be sending them a check uh, this month so they can complete that project as well. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, you guys, we, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tossing Chom, we love you so much. We appreciate you more than you know for just giving your life, for caring for these orphans. And uh, a few people from Relevant who've been to Safe Haven Orphanage and have seen what you guys do firsthand just wanted to say a few words to you. So go ahead and take a look. Tossing, it's your favorite ginger bearded redhead. 
Um, I first met you at the orphanage back in either 2018 or 2019. Met Tosini on Relevance first trip to Thailand back in 2012. Hi Tosini, it's Kelly Sampson. I've met you four times when I've been over to Thailand and to Safe Haven. Hi Tosini, this is Andy. I was part of that first group back 11 years ago that took our first trip to Thailand and met you. I had the privilege of meeting Tosini for the first time in March of 2018 when I visited Safe Haven Orphanage with a group of teachers and we taught English lessons. I was part of a trip just over six years ago. We were a group of musicians that came over. We brought instruments and soccer shoes to you and the kids over there. In 2017, I was privileged and blessed to travel to Thailand with the worship team. I was there a few years ago with the guys uh, teaching the kids music and bringing the instruments uh, to Safe Haven. It was absolutely amazing to come out there and be able to play music with all the kids. We were so lucky to be able to visit Safe Haven Orphanage and meet you the summer of 2019 when we visited with a group from YU. Yeah, I just love um, having dinner with you every single night um, and just getting to the, just time to sort of spend with the kids and spend with you and just how much you really care for them. Yeah, it was so obvious how much all the kids uh, really looked up to you and how well you cared for them and how much they trusted and loved you and it was just a really incredible experience that I will never forget um, and it's really special what you have at Safe Haven. I was blown away in the evenings when we would come together, every kid from Safe Haven and all the leaders and yourself and just sit around and, and sing songs together and pray together before all the kids went to bed and it just it it really hit me that how amazing it is that you do that for them every single night that you love them that you care for them that you try and teach them about jesus um, there was not one kid that seemed left behind uh, they were all known and it just takes the right kind of woman to be able to take care of that many kids uh, but continue to do that day in and day out so thank you so much uh, for sacrificing your entire life the sake of those orphans and we love you. I just want to say thank you so much uh, for being able to bless us and bless those children. You are an angel in human flesh. I just want to tell you Tosini, thank you so much for teaching me on that trip um, what it really looks like to live for others, to serve others, um, you are so selfless. Tosini, I think one of the things that I appreciate about you so much and the first thing I noticed was just your love for those kids, the way that you love them, the way that you take care of them, the way that they would sit at your feet as you would teach them, as you would guide them and show them how to live. You are an example of Jesus to all of us. We love you and keep up with what you're doing. You're doing an amazing job and you're impacting our church and the world. I'm so amazed that even in the midst of setbacks that you may face, you just continue to persevere and, and just care for those kids so well. And, and we're so thankful for you. We love you, and I hope you feel that today. And uh, we'll just continue to be there with you every step of the way. Uh, you're an inspiration to me uh, to be a better person and to care about people more. And I love spending time with you. And um, I'm grateful that I get to call you my friend. So it's been a joy, it's been a pleasure, it's been amazing to work with you over these 11 years. And it's uh, definitely one of the best days in the life of Relevant Community Church, uh, the day that we met you and decided to start working with Safe Haven. Uh, over the years, I know you faced a lot of challenges, but you're resilient and you always come back. And when I visited you, you've always talked about stories where people 
look to you for help and you're always available and always serving the kids that are in your care and those of us who come to see you just feel like we're served when we come to serve you. We love you so much, Big Mom. You know, Tossany and Chom, normally when we do these Global Impact Sundays every year, we do it trying to inspire the people relevant of what's happening and engaging and because of what God wants to do. And today, I, when we chose to do this, it wasn't about anyone here. It wasn't about us. We wanted to bring you guys here and to hopefully encourage you today and uh, bring you to America to give you an experience that you've never had before because... As you know, I love you guys so much, and you guys do something that no one ever sees, and there's no recognition to it, but when we were talking about just bringing you here, it was like, we want you guys to know that we see you, and your heavenly Father sees you, and we are so grateful for you, and we love you, and we are going to be there with you forever and relevant community church is not going anywhere when it comes to being there to love you and support you in every way we possibly can and we will be there to take care of every orphan with you so um, can i pray with you guys pray with me church dear lord i thank you for my friends i thank you for their love for you um, for their commitment to just give their entire lives to care for these orphans lord i pray you continue to give them strength and courage and love, and Lord, you use them to transform the lives of the kids who are currently there and the ones who will be there in the future. Um, Lord, thank you that we get to call them part of our church family. Um, thank you for loving us, Jesus. In your name, amen. Guys, we give it up for Tosney and Chom one more time. I love you. I love you too. I love you. Love you. Good job. Hey, grab a seat real fast. Just real quick before we go. I know there are a couple minutes over, but I just, I just want to close just with a couple statements here. First of all, I believe that together we can help transform the lives of all the Korean children at Safe Haven Orphanage. I mean, relevant. If not us, then who? If not us, then who? There's no one else. So if not us, then who? God's called us to care for Safe Haven Orphanage. And continuing to do it, well, it's going to require all of us. So my question for all of us is how can you engage to help impact the Safe Haven Orphanage? And there's many different ways, but I want to close by inviting you to just quickly to engage in three specific ways. First way is an invitation for all of us. Pray fervently. We can do a lot, but transformation is a work that only God can do, so we, we need to pray fervently. So I want to invite you to pray fervently for peace in Burma, for the Korean orphans at Safe Haven, for Tosney and Chom, for the nine high school students and three leaders who are going to Safe Haven next month. The second way is also an invitation for all of us, and that's to give generously. Relevant, as you heard us talk about, we, our church, literally care for all the Korean orphans at Safe Haven. And as you heard, Safe Haven would not be here without us. We are their only financial support. And the only way we can continue to be is if we all continue to give generously. So give generously at Relevant weekly. 
monthly. We can only do what God's called us to do as a church when we're all giving generously, sacrificially, consistently. But secondly, give above and beyond that to the Be Rich offering that we take in November. If you're new, this is one offering we take on one Sunday every single year that 100% of it is given away. And today, all the things you heard that's happened at Safe Haven have only been possible because of the Be Rich offering. The more that's given, the more we can help. And this third way is an invitation I believe God is definitely prompting some of us to take. And that's to join the Global Impact team and serve sacrificially. Some of you may be feeling a prompting, a stirring, a, remember this from last series, and ought to, to get more involved in helping impact the Korean people either on the Thai-Burma border or here in Omaha. And I believe if you're feeling that, that is God prompting you. So if that's you, I want to invite you to follow Jesus and take the next step to join the Global Impact Team. On the bulletin that you got, there's a few ways you can do that, but a quick way, and for those of you who are joining online, the easiest way to do it is just text the word GLOBAL to 55444. Corey will get in touch with you about potential next steps. Listen, if we all chose to pray fervently, to give generously, and for those of us who feel a stirring to join the Global Impact Team took that next step, together we would help transform the lives of all the Korean children from Safe Haven for years to come. And that would be nothing short of what can only be described as divine. If you have any questions that you want to ask Corey, or if you'd like to personally meet Tosini and Chom, they're going to be in the, in the foyer as soon as we get done. Just look for the Corinne flag. It's right over where uh, normally we do the apparel store. They're over there. They'd love to get a picture with you. Go talk to them. Go encourage them. And hey, I think that we should just bless them a little bit more while they're here. So if you have a $1 bill, a $5 bill, a $10 bill, a $20 bill, a $100 bill on you, just go ahead and slip it to them. Uh, why you're getting a picture with it. Because why not? Like, let's encourage you guys. We do things every single day that we don't think about how privileged we are that they don't get to do. We go spend $6 on a stupid Starbucks coffee. They don't get to do that stuff. Like, they don't ever get to do that stuff. So let's give them some, so let's give them some cash where they can go spend stupid $6 on some Starbucks coffee. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's do that for them. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Uh, Lord, whatever next step you're calling us to take, I pray we, can, we take it. And Lord, continue to use us to impact those kids at Safe Haven. Uh, Lord, we will do everything we can. Whatever you're asking us to do, Lord, we're saying now the answer is yes. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. In Jesus' name, amen.